just found out that Eminem only jerks off to VHS pornography. I'm Arthur. <laughs> I'm Donovan. What uh, a fun fact. <laughs> it's such a fun fact. I am told from a very reputable source who we'll get to in just a moment <laughs> that <laughs> on Cribs, they're going through Eminem's house and they open a closet and it's just stacks of VHS pornography. And the guy's like, do you, do you know there's porn on the internet? And Eminem had no fucking idea. <laughs> how do you not know? How, do you, how have you never heard of this? Just a closet stockpile at this point. Like some kind of, uh, hold on a second. I can't rehash the same joke I just made. <laughs> okay, all right. My brain is not <laughs> working. We're all something else. We're all Why something did else. you come in with the thing we just fucking talked about? <laughs> because it was about. good. It was germane it was to the good. topic. It was germane it to the was episode. good. I can't recreate the magic. You, can't like, ha- you don't have the same energy. Did that See, just I can happen? Fake that I imagine that. I can okay. fake that funk on that nasty note. <laughs> Listeners, tune into the pre-roll next time. You'll hear the joke. <laughs> Okay, let's just do a classic. Let's just bring it in classic style. Do a classic. It's Radio Free Tobag, and I'm Arthur. And I'm Donovan. Oh my gosh, I am so excited. Because this Me week, too. Oh, You are? Go, you are also ahead. excited? Very good. Go ahead, bring in the guests, and I'll tell you why I'm excited. <laughs> We're joined this week by Andrew Hillary of The Worst Week Yet. Andrew, welcome. Hi. Hello. Hello. It's good to be here. Welcome aboard. Uh, now, Andrew, uh, Arthur and I were just talking right before the show. Uh, and <laughs> Eminem actually has a closet full of VHS porn tapes. Now, what do you make of this information? I don't know. The guy who told me that story is kind of an asshole, so I don't believe it. Sure. <laughs> oh, that's incredible. Oh, my God. Welcome to uh, having me as your guest. It's good to be here, guys. Uh, big fan. Big fan. I'm Thank a, you. I'm also a big fan of just shooting shots and just hitting up podcasts I listen to yeah. and being like, you should have me as a guest. I'm pretty fun. Yeah. I got that message from you and I was like, holy shit. Somebody's somebody's asking us if they can come on our show. I felt very cool. Uh, so I was, I was glad to hear you were into our show. Fuck yeah. Uh, when when did you uh, come in? What's, uh, what's your entry point for RFTB? What's your background here? Um, when I think it was whenever you guys have had, um, like in the last two months or so, you've had both Jake Flores and Luisa Diaz on. I don't yeah, know whichever one you had first. I was like, oh, I'll listen to pretty much any podcast one of those two are on. And uh, I really like the show. And I actually wrote you guys a question uh, the week that I think the week that Luisa was on just because or was one of the weeks. I don't fucking remember. Can we uh, can we get the follow up? What was your question? My question was, uh, at the time, I had just gone through a pretty traumatic and abrupt breakup, and I was um, f- trying to figure out how to how to be happy on my own and how to, mm. like, uh, you know, find joy in life uh, w- with, you know, struggling with managing oh. my codependency. And, like, for the first time in my life, I'm, like, trying not to find another person to attach to and just, you know, be happy on my own. And uh, that shit's hard. That shit's real hard. It yeah. <laughs> is. I, I remember that question, actually, because I have been through similar situations. How, yeah. how have you been faring with that? How is the uh, uh, becoming becoming OK on your own journey going? You know, it's been it's been weird. Uh, 
I for I quit cigarettes and I like went on this like nicotine lozenges. And so I was like going through these like slight withdrawals, but not that bad because I still had like the supplemental nicotine. And then I uh, I quit using the nicotine lozenges. I was like, it's been a month. I'm good. And then for like three days, I was just full on suicidal ideations. I was like, oh, I think I need to keep that. So I picked back up smoking and I'm fucking great now. So. As you can see on the on the Zencaster video feed. Mm. Oh yeah, mm. that's vape life over there. Mm. Nicotine's back in a big way. Just had yeah. uh, <laughs> a major uh bipolar episode, uh, severe mania, psychotic features, you know, no big deal. And uh in the middle of hey, that I didn't I come was on just... this podcast to hear you brag, buddy, okay? <laughs> <laughs> in the middle of that I was just like fuck, I need a cigarette. Yeah, and uh, yeah. now I'm back on the vape life. I'm on these pods; they're too fucking expensive. I think I might trade up and actually get an actual rig again, get mm. back into the juice, and then I'm going to be ripping ohms and shit, and I'm going to be back to that life. But it's better than what I was doing. The, the trains will return. The train sound effect <laughs> the that juice. everybody loved for the first two years of the show will be back. It fucking triples my workload on the edit, catching all the vape noises, but it's worth it. <laughs> Well, Andrew, for the folks who don't know, do you just want to introduce your your show and uh, all that? Yeah, yeah. So um, I host a like kind of like a leftist political podcast, um, but really we just like kind of review the events of each week and try to uh, use humor to mitigate the trauma of being aware of what is happening in the world. Um, I like to call it the news for people who can't watch the news because it's too depressing. Okay. Um, it's a good description. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, we have fun. Uh, we try and have a lot of like different kind of guests. We've had a lot of sex workers on our podcast. Uh, you know, we've had some comedians. We've had some people who just had no idea what they were getting themselves into. We had the guy from Eve Six on our podcast. Again, oh, hell yeah. I'm a big Sick. fan of shooting shots. We hit that dude up every day for like two months and he finally said yes. <laughs> <laughs> he's so fucking good. cool as shit. He's, he's, next time he's in Pittsburgh, uh, we're going to make him dinner. So, <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I, f- I feel like our sh- uh, shot shooting method is a little more aloof. Like we hit him up one time. We're like, yeah, if you want to come on, that's cool or whatever. Yeah. Like we, play, we play it a lot more just like, yeah, yeah, it's whatever, baby. Yeah, no big deal. No big deal. We're pretty cool, though. And if you don't, your life may spiral into uh, nothingness. Maybe take the correct road here. Wink, wink. You know, just chill invites like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I would like to make reference to something uh, that you mentioned on yesterday's episode of uh, The Worst Week Yet. Um, A tweet that says avocado tastes like clean penis. What is this? I don't, I don't know, know this one. That's all it says. Is avocado tastes like clean penis? And I'm here to tell everybody it does. It absolutely Interesting. does. I have a it's I I I feel that in my bones. Like I heard it and it didn't make sense at first, but the more I thought about it, the more I was like, Yeah, yeah, that's a real thing. <laughs> It's funny because I, I like retweeted that and like it was it was I guess it was some article or some I don't know where it came from, but somebody tweeted that like avocado tastes like clean penis. So I was like, oh, OK, I'm going to do half the work of making a joke and just add on to somebody else's joke. And I retweeted it with the I, I said, um, 
I'm sick of these millennials and their clean penis toast. <laughs> Pretty good joke. <laughs> um, but it had the original tweet in it, and it made me laugh so much that I screen grabbed it and shared it on Instagram, which, like, I'm, I don't do Instagram as much as I used to now that I'm on Twitter 26 hours a day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I put it on, on my Instagram, and, like, three different people messaged me and they were just all over all over the place. One person was like, oh, my God, I can never eat avocado, avocado again. The other person was like, I can never eat penis again. And then the third person was like, that's not true at all. And I'm like, I don't believe you. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's a fucking it's a fucking real thing. There's something it's like an earthy tone huh. that the avocado holds that is also held by uh, the penile member. Hmm. It's earthy after you clean it. This is interesting. It, yeah. Yeah, it I guess like, it's just like skin taste. I'm gonna lick my arm real quick. Sure. I got a nicotine salt. pouch in my lips, so it just tastes like salt <laughs> and tobacco leaves, and that's not avocado. Uh, so I don't yeah. know how good that experiment went just now. I didn't get a chance to shower today, but uh, I, I don't imagine that I taste very good on any part of my body. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfuckers into armpits and shit. Have you ever seen that? Where they're just fully like just getting in there and getting a good long lick of an armpit. I've there's at least there's some <laughs> juice happening in there. Sure. Right? Like, as far as, okay, the whole penis assembly, right? <laughs> you got the penis, and below it, you have its two buddies, the testicles. And at least if you're somebody like me, and I've said it many times and have quite a lot of scrotum going on, <laughs> usually the very, at least unclean, smelling slash feeling part is that, like, under ball mm -hmm. area. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. sometimes that gets around the balls, too, if I'm, like, exercising or something, it all just builds up there. But having a, having a stinky penis... I mean, I don't know. I guess I can't like get down there and smell very well, but I've definitely like scratched my balls and done the finger sniff and oh, been yeah. like, oh dear God. But I haven't like, you know, scratched under the penis, the penis chin kind of situation. Sometimes you <laughs> get an inch there. Look, I, I haven't scratched weird. there. If something has a head, it definitely has a chin. Okay. That's true. <laughs> Leftist icon Murray Dick chin. <laughs> Busy? Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, I haven't encountered dirty penis smell sure I, is would it be the same arthur i guess i'm asking if you could speak to stinky <laughs> okay, penises okay. would it stinky be the same penises. as stinky ball smell or is it like a separate kind of thing going on up there now it is it is it does have its own sort of aroma its own bouquet and character of course <laughs> Uh, <laughs> depending on the amount of foreskin an individual has, oh! changes the character of the bouquet. No, I didn't even think about that element. It's true. The fourie changes it. Like I've I've talked about this on the program before. I got what my mother affectionately refers to as a half circ. She told the doctor, "Leave huh. him a little bit." I've I've seen a few of them that are too tight. Leave him a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, sometimes you gotta you gotta peel that bitch back. You gotta clean up a little bit from time to time. But so sometimes it does get stinky. Is oh, it yeah. stinky in a different way than the testicles? Yes, yes, yes absolutely. It is the own bouquet. Yes. Now, I'm learning a lot here at the beginning, <laughs> and my brain was kind of fried because I was staring at code for like four hours before this. But I think that just woke me up. I think considering the <laughs> the sense of all elements of the penile installation Wake and learning the difference between them. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I'm only okay with avocado toast. I think it's just fine. It's okay. You know what? I'll set it up. Uh, set it off. What the fuck? I touched my thing. <laughs> Hold on. Can you hear me? Yeah, we yeah. do. Whoa. Got real Can quiet for a second. 
That's strange. Am I coming in good still? Yeah, you're coming yeah, in great. You sound fine. You still hear us? You know what'll set your avocado toast over <laughs> to the next level? <laughs> you got to throw some A1 sauce on that shit. What? Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Earthy penis flavor and smoky like steak sauce. Okay. You know what the secret ingredient to A1 sauce is? Hmm. Blueberries. What? Yeah. I looked at the ingredients on the bottle. <laughs> is it high up in the mix? Like, is it one of the first ingredients or is it lower down? That, this is spooking me. I don't know. I can't remember. I just remember seeing it on there and being like, oh, because oh, I was checking to see if it was vegan. Because I, I, I briefly dated a vegan uh, girl for a while and I wanted to make her cauliflower steaks, which sure. is you just like yeah. cut a cauliflower into a steak shape and then yeah. tell everybody, no, 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 this is a steak. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Shit bangs, actually, if you do it right. It's fucking great. Yeah, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. I tested it out. We, uh, we, it was a very briefly dated. Uh, I never sure. got a chance to make it for her, but I did get through the, uh, the test run and it was pretty good. I liked it. Yeah, I fuck with it. I would do a Worcestershire sauce, but that's got like uh, oyster in it, I think. Hmm. I didn't know that either. That's fucked up. Blueberries in one, oysters in the other. Oh, yeah. What's going on in this world? Is there no sauce without secrets? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to write that down for the episode title and actually remember this time. Very strong. <laughs> because that was high quality. Uh, well, maybe a final conclusion before we get into the questions here, but I'm adding two and two together. And if penises taste like avocados... And if A1 is good on avocados and flavored lube is a thing, A1 flavored lube, you're into avocado toast, baby. You're going to have the best blowjob given experience of your life. How about that? <laughs> I have never sucked a dick yet. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> never too late to start. They, they come out with A, A1 lube. I might have to. I, I'm definitely going to have to. Like, who am I kidding? I put that. I drink A1 from the bottle. Like, <laughs> That's about oh, a fucking good, choice. Good times. Uh, well, we have, thank you, Andrew, for sharing the question box link. We have a, a dick load of questions. The questions are the A1 sauce, and the dick load is the question box, I guess. That analogy wasn't working. Let's answer some questions. How well, about hey, that? hold on. Before, Before we that, get to that. <laughs> oh, fuck. We got to ask our traditional oh, question. Oh, my God. Why is my my brain had recovered? Arthur, you want to hit him with our uh, our standard question here? Andrew, if you please, would you tell us about an embarrassing dating or relationship experience? So I thought about this because, like I said, you know, it's been like a month since I hit you up. I've been listening to the episodes. I've been like, OK, <clears throat> I have two different stories about times that I was caught like in the middle of having sex once by my parent uh, my dad once by the security guard at an arts festival downtown in Pittsburgh. And I was like, both of these stories are pretty embarrassing. But you know what? Everybody's got an embarrassing sex story. Sure. I want to get an embarrassing shooting my shot story. Nice. So I'm going to tell, yeah. tell you this. I used to work with a girl. I was, uh, I don't know if you guys know about the friend zone. I used to be... I used to be a big proponent. I'm not I'm not into I've grown. OK, I've grown. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I understand what's wrong with that as a concept. You did a some growth. Yeah. Uh, whenever I was like 24, I was like, I give this girl a ride to work every day. Why isn't she sleeping with me? Like, you know, it was that kind of thing. I'll admit yeah. it. Like, I, I think it's important to own how awful you used to be. It's fine. For sure. 
So um, I hung out with this girl I worked with many, many times, like almost like probably three times a week, four times a week. Like every day I would give her a ride home. We'd like smoke a bowl in her apartment and then I'd leave. And I just was carrying this fucking torch for her. I was... I was like every day I worked with her. So I just like stare longingly across the call center. I would, I had this whole fucking thing built up in my head. I was like, someday I'm gonna, I'm gonna like, just put it all out there. But I was too much of a coward. I was like waiting for her to make the first move, whatever. This right. went on for two, three months. And one day I gave her a ride home. We smoked a bong and I left her apartment. I walked downstairs. I walked out to my car and I said, no, Today is the day. (laughs) I walked back up, walked up the stairs to her apartment, knocked on her door. She opens the door and I was like, hey, dude, like, I'm fucking into you. (laughs) Like, I gave the spiel. I was like, look, like, I'm like, I value our friendship, but I want something more. Like, I think about you all the time. I'm so blah, 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 blah. I go on and on. And then she's just like. Oh, yeah, I don't really see you that way. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what do you do in that situation? Like when some, this this person has just come you back to your, your door. No. <laughs> I didn't quit my job. Um, she, this, he's just come back to the door. Oh, what does she do in that situation? Yeah, what does she do? Oh, she, man. Because the, you come back to the door and you lay it all out and you just like tear your chest open and you show her your heart. Mm-hmm. And she's just like, I don't want that at all. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> i've been in those too like it's particularly in, in like you're saying Andrew, i can look back in retrospect and be like this is on me i should either like shot my shot initially and moved on but a lot yeah. of times it's the same thing you got a lot of anxiety and you sit with it and you build it up in your head mm-hmm. and it's it is such a wildly like deflating and disorienting experience when all of a sudden like it is revealed that like oh i've been fooling myself for an entire (laughs) fucking month it is very frustrating like again it's on me and and, and you in this past situation uh but that it it is a bad feeling i do have some empathy for that Mm -hmm. continue the friendship we're able to uh actually fun fact uh, she got a new job, like not that long after, uh, which I don't think was related. Like we, we remained like pretty like friendly. I, you know, I gave yeah, her rides home and sure. stuff. We'd hang out, smoke. It like, didn't seem like a big deal. Then like five years later, ran into her at a bar. We were both drunk, went home together, hooked up. Hey, <laughs> fucking a. Yeah. So happy ending, awesome. I guess. I don't know. That's incredible. Yeah. That's the fucking dream. Cause like at that point you're like, the flame is gone. You're, mm-hmm. you know, it's not, you know, it's more casual thing. And maybe, maybe even just, it was just like a wrong place, wrong time thing. Maybe she just didn't want to date a coworker. And then there is that chemistry and you get the hookup and, and then it's great. Yeah. That's fantastic. Fuck yeah. yeah. Some awful stories have happy endings. That's true. <laughs> like, uh, like the entire uh, history of the human race. Am I right, folks? <laughs> God, <laughs> God willing, it's happy ending hold on i think if the, if you're implying that there is an ending to the human race it's not gonna be happy <laughs> well okay maybe we'll we get raptured but instead of like shitty jesus land like we all just get teleported to a cool place and everybody's like oh shit i guess that's over but this is pretty chill that'd be like a happy ending okay yeah i take that. Of like a, a, a cat with a mustache who can talk or something 
Oh my god. Final Sign me up right now. I'm ready. I'm ready. Folks, aim for that happy ending. If we all collectively pray hard enough, maybe we can be teleported uh, away from this doomed world and, and into the cat dimension. That sounds like a good time. Fantastic. <laughs> did you say you had, Andrew, did you say you had a second story? No, the other ones were just like getting caught having sex. It was, I mean, oh, it's, it's fun. It's just pervy stuff, but it's it's embarrassing. But like, I don't know. I was just like a little bit of a freak. I guess I still am. I don't know. Mostly now I just tweet about having sex instead of actually having sex. Yeah. It's not the I worst mean, alternative, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> a very similar experience. I have a lot of fun being horny as fuck on Twitter. Uh, but yeah. then like if like I got booty calls over the last like over the pandemic year and I turned them all down. It was it was two. I don't want to like brag like or anything. But yeah, I'm like tweeting about how I want to rail somebody in a sundress. And then an gr actual girl hits me up. I'm like, I don't know, dude, like I like yeah. you, but I don't like have that kind of feeling for you. I'd rather not make some kind of messy situation just in the course of having, you know, some mediocre sex because I haven't had. Yeah, it's like it's a mess. But then catch me. My next tweet will be like, I want to lick somebody's butthole. <laughs> <laughs> Just tap out 180 characters or however mm -hmm. many it is and nut. It's the same experience. <laughs> same serotonin hit, baby. Oh, yeah. Let's go. Okay. A question box? Asking all them questions. Asking all them questions. Why you asking all them questions? Making statements. Uh, asking all them questions. Asking all them questions. Why you asking all them questions? Making statements. Uh, Woo! <laughs> Folks, you can send your questions in and we'll answer them. Hey, if you're new to the show or if you've forgotten how to do that, you can find a link to the question box on our social media, uh, on Twitter at RFTVPod and on Instagram at Radio Free Tote Bag. You don't have to make an account. Uh, you don't have to go through a lame-ass login screen or something. It's just text box, baby, and that submit button. Type it in. Smash that button. Uh, and we very much appreciate it because we love answering these questions. Arthur, what do we uh, what do we got in here this week? Hey, folks. Hello. I have a question about discussing fetishes with your significant other. I have a size fetish, which uh, usually which I usually come to terms with through my artwork. I've recently moved in with my partner. I haven't dis who I haven't discussed this with. I am usually discreet and don't have a ton of time for it with a real relationship, but I figure it would be extremely weird to have to explain to her out of the blue. But how is a good way to bring up, quote, this woman sitting on a city turns me on, three question marks? Does this need to get broached at all? Thanks for your advice. Are we talking about giantess fetish We're here? We're talking about giantesses, folks. Let's fucking go. Paraphilia <laughs> <laughs> pantry out of nowhere. Yeah, hey, for the uh, for the people who have not, you know, been cool and subscribed to our Patreon, uh, a segment we do is spinning the kink wheel, and we review mm. all of the different kinks, and we rate them um, on uh, the empirical scale of one to five giantesses, and we love <laughs> to see the giantess reputation. We've covered that kink over there, uh, and I, I was stoked when it showed up on the wheel, and I'm stoked when it's here in the question box, and I'm going to tell you, just fucking own it and be yeah. stoked onto it, because you're into this thing. And it's out there, and it's kind of crazy, and like you can get creative with it. But ultimately, you're not fucking hurting anybody. Like it's a pretty, it's a pretty innocuous thing, you yeah. know. Just, uh, just own that you like these big ladies, or you know, big guys, or big yeah. envious, whatever you're into. Just yeah, absolutely. Just let it, let your freak flag fly, 
and uh, try to get real small. You know what I mean? Try to like crouch and look up at it. <laughs> I would also say um, uh, the 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 emailer said that he, that they expressed this through their art. Yeah. So unless the girlfriend has never seen the art, I have a feeling they know. Mm. Yeah. It, uh, what I would do is try and make it more and more exaggerated. The, don't just make a lady sitting on a city. Make a lady, lady sitting on a state. See if she brings it up. Yeah. Make a lady sitting on a country. See if she brings it up. You know, <laughs> keep going. Keep going. Like, like, uh, you know, those uh, like animated things where you see how big the sun is compared to the next star. Like, yeah. just keep doing that with bigger and bigger ladies. Orders of magnitude. And, like, she's going to say something eventually. <laughs> just zooming out into like the mm -hmm. multiverse. And then beyond that, there's just a big lady floating in space. And she's like smoking a cigarette or something. She's just vibing out. She's having a good time up there. I, am I want to party with that lady. Into, uh, yes, I am very into multiverse lit woman smoking a cigarette. Right, I love that. <laughs> Maybe that's the happy ending to the fucking human race I'm talking about. We get I mean, saved by the big multiverse lady. It's basically 2001 A Space Odyssey. It's pretty much what happened. <laughs> you just gotta touch the big lady and then we advance to the next form. Yeah. Which I guess is just a bigger us. I feel like that's the theme here. She's the most powerful at the end of the universe because she's the biggest. Well, Maybe we just thing. get a little bigger. You're talking about that's the ending to the story. Um, and of the human race and like here's the thing i've heard the phrase it's not over till the fat lady sings and like granted mm. that's not the best terminology but also i have no idea what that means maybe that's what it means you zoom <laughs> out far enough center of the universe is a big lady she hits one note it's over and it's done i'm into that i can <laughs> settle for that <laughs> uh yeah, the the art aspect is is definitely interesting here, and this is something again we've we've discussed on the Patreon. We covered this particular kink, and kind of a variety of other ones. Like there's there's some kinks that's kind of like, hey, I want to do this thing. Here's how we do it. There's some where it's more like an idea or something like that, or, or something kind of outside the realm of what you could do. You know, and a lot of times people explore that through through art or uh, you know animations or or whatnot. Uh yeah, I, I do wonder if she's seen it or not, like you're like you're saying, Andrew, because I can't imagine she would see you like drawing big women and be like, oh, yeah, they're just into drawing big women. Like, typically, <laughs> if you draw that kind of stuff, like you're into it, too, I think, or like you got a commission. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I think you just explain what it does for you and mm. open up about it, because. You know, ultimately, like exploring kinks is about being vulnerable. It's, it's about kind of uh, examining yourself and finding the thing that, that really does it for you and then finding out how to fulfill that. And, uh, you know, it, it, it's a very vulnerable thing to do to bring that up with a new person. Uh, if it's something that's important to you like this. And I'm sure there's a sense of like, oh, what if she's not into it or thinks I'm, I'm, I'm weird and whatnot. Uh, but if this is this important thing to you, I, I think you bring it up, explain what it does for you. If there's a way you're kind of, because also like, are you looking for her to get involved? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I I think that he's not, is my understanding of the of the situation here, that he's like, just like, how do I let my partner know that this is something that I'm into without necessarily saying like, because they, they were saying that they don't have a lot of time for it now that they're in a relationship, right? Uh, so I see, I see. I don't know. Maybe, maybe involve her. 
like maybe you know express these these feelings you have explain what it does and then be like do you do you want to step on my head i'd like it if he steps on my head <laughs> yeah i i think i was revealing... gonna say it can't hurt to try but i feel like you do have to be careful when stepping on someone's head because it definitely can hurt can hurt to try, to try. <laughs> in that case but i'd say i'd say go for it under exercise caution um <laughs> right uh but yeah, I think I think even just testing the waters, then if she's not aware of the art, you bring up, hey, this is something I'm into. I kind of do this art on it. This is how I explore this thing. Uh, maybe gauge the reaction. You know, maybe she's into it. And it's something you can explore together. And maybe even if it's not something that you want to explore together, like bring that up too. Uh, I guess just like, like, again, the thing here is that it's not a kink that like is going to involve... This, this isn't like a, you're not asking her to poop on you. You know what I'm sure. saying? You're not asking her to really do anything that like might be, you know, unsettling or, or not into it for her. It's just kind of revealing this about yourself. Yeah. I, I can't imagine that going over poorly. I mean, and it's not like he's walking around rocking giantess t-shirts and shit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you, you know, it seems sort of like a private, more reserved thing, but it's something that you want to bring your partner in on just so that they're like aware of what's going on with your inner life. They're just like a part of, it's just a part of your life that you want to share with your partner. And I totally understand that. And I absolutely go for it. I think that's where we're at then. Uh, and good luck, you know, bringing that up with them. Cause like I said, it's, it, it's a vulnerable kind of difficult thing to do that sometimes. Uh, but you're, you're, you're being who you are and you're bringing it up with your SO. And I think that's the, the best way to operate in relationships. Big moves. All right, let's see what else we got in here. This is the sound effect as I look through the questions. Hello, RFTB boys and Andrew. Hello. Hi. In your opinions, what makes a good nude? Hmm. Okay. What we got? This can go a lot of different ways. Um. It depends on what you're... Okay, so this is a much more difficult question to answer for a cis dude than anybody else, I think. Mm. Interesting. Um, it, I mean, and look, everybody's into different stuff, but I don't know if there's anybody... Like, I've seen a picture with a, 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 female, a female presenting person that just had one titty out and, like, wasn't trying at all, and I've been, like, excited by that picture. As a straight, yeah. as a cis dude, you can't really do that. You have to like at least get something more going. Um, so uh, I wish we uh, had more information about who was asking the question. Um, hmm. I know that I, uh, I, I, I uh, <laughs> last uh, when we were recording this yesterday was the last day of fleets, and yeah. uh, so I don't know <laughs> if any if anybody wasn't on Twitter. Uh, here's what happened. <laughs> whole bunch of people posting their genitals in the in the fleets for the last Incredible. day including myself nice. it was a great time yeah yeah now i have uh i have like an only fans i've done a lot of like sexting people on twitter like i've i've done a lot of horny stuff online in the last year um and oh, yeah. in all of that i have taken exactly one dick pic that i think looks good right <laughs> I, what i did was i was like laying on my back and I had, I was, uh, I had an erection. I took my lamp 
that is next to my bedside table and angled it about 45 degrees so that it was casting light diagonally on me so that yeah. half of my body was shadow and half of my body was light. And you yes. can just kind of see the outline in like almost yes. a silhouette of my boner. And yes. that was a great dick pic. I've, I've, <laughs> there aren't many. I don't know. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, <laughs> I've also tried to recreate or take some version of that and none of them look right. I don't know. Yeah. It's very hard. But also... I will say it really also depends on how confident you feel in yourself. Yes, true. I've seen like some of the most attractive people, men and women that think that they're ugly. I imagine it's harder for them to take nudes than somebody that like isn't conventionally attractive, but just like feels good about themselves. Then it's yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll just dump a titty out or whatever. So I don't know. <laughs> this is a very hard. To, this is a very hard to answer question because like. Like. Okay, no, it isn't. Here's how you take a good nude. <laughs> take a whole bunch of bad nudes. Yes. It's like, you know, my mom was a painter. She always said your first thousand paintings will be your worst. I don't see why there's any difference in a nude. Take a bunch <laughs> of bad nudes. Don't send me, but you can send them to me. I'm a fucking freak. I'll look at them. Um, but yeah, take a bunch of practice ones. Try out different things like when I started my OnlyFans, I like did like five different setups, like trying to get like what my angle was. Okay, I like talked myself into I think a good answer. That's what I'm gonna say. Try a bunch <laughs> of different ones. Uh, find a find a Twitter friend that is not somebody that you will ever meet in person to look at them. There's somebody sure. that will, and uh, ask them what they think. Yeah. I will do that. Hit me up <laughs> <laughs> at Andrew Hillary US on Twitter. There it is. <laughs> uh, it's all lighting. Especially, yeah. especially for uh, a picture of an erection, because if it's just like down body with the flash, you've got all like you get it all the weird colors. Oh of yeah, erect, I mean, it's not it's not great. Like, like a found great. footage still. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> it's like from the fucking Blair Witch Project. It's like there. It's it is the, the penis is a horrifying thing to confront in like without proper lighting or without proper context so like an out of context wild ween uh not great the down body shot usually not the best uh it's not even a good angle you don't even get a good sense of the size unless you put it next to like a fucking coke can and that's horrible like don't do that <laughs> uh so like i don't know i think maybe even for uh cis men more than other people you probably want somebody else to take the nude you want to get like a better angle so like next next like if you want to take a good nude the next time you're getting freaky with somebody and maybe it goes that direction and maybe it's appropriate to ask ask me do you want to could you frame this up for me could you take a good one for for the gram can you set this up for me <laughs> It's the big photography element. Like, I mean, that's a whole art form, and the lighting's playing into that and the angle you're taking it from. Like, Andrew, you're, you're going outside the box lifting this fucking lamp up to get that angle right. That's a big thing, like with all pictures. You mm -hmm. know, you wouldn't want to take a picture of your face from down below because that looks kind of unsettling, especially if you're me. You see all my little my little chin chin bits down there. Sometimes there's some little stuff stuck on my chin hair. You know what I'm saying. Uh <laughs> But getting that correct angle and like, I mean, you could even just look into some like basic kind of photography type uh, uh, techniques and like, oh, okay, we, we got that. What's the thing? You split it into three slices. 
the rule of thirds. Put the yeah. boner in one of the thirds. It's that's a great dude already right there. <laughs> I, I guess I'm good at like being creative with all that kind of stuff. I, I think is where you can uh, really make a great like definitely best dudes I've received have been. Uh, you got some interesting lighting going on yeah. or something like you're saying or or an interesting pose or something or like some silhouette action happening. I think anything like that to kind of mix it up, add a little artistic flair to it. That's what yeah. does it for me. Uh, I had an ex who would take them. She would like hang based on what I'm seeing in the angle of the photograph. She would like hang her phone behind her and kind of like arch her back and like take a shot of her own ass like at an up angle. Ah, and I'm like, damn! <laughs> Whoa, dude! She got only fails. No. <laughs> right? The flexibility required to pull off that maneuver was uh, quite impressive, and the view quite impressive as well. You get like a tripod going, even like just leaning your phone again up against something with the timer off. Get a like pop a socket. There you go. That'll help. Yeah, then you can get flipping the, the phone up and all of this I, you kind of see what we're getting at here i wish i could offer better practical advice but i'm not very good at sending nudes i'm trying to work on that uh, <laughs> but i haven't done it i haven't successfully worked on it yet it's still a work in progress so like i can't give you my own personal advice here because it's not this is a work. journey we're all on apparently I guess I can tell you what not to do. One time I tried to take a nude and I was like, gals don't want to see just a penis. I'm going to try to include my whole body. And so I got naked in the bathroom and I lift the phone up above my head and I just kind of looked up like, hey, <laughs> give her the point. That's you, so gave good. The, you gave her the MySpace angle dick pic. Dude. <laughs> exactly. And I mean, that got a good reception, but I think that was possibly because of the comedy element, not necessarily the photo composition. Sure. But hey, maybe that's something too. Nudes, sometimes a little bit too serious. Yeah. Do something wacky in it. I had a friend who used to, when uh, Snapchat was more of a thing, and you could like reverse a video, he would mm -hmm. like roll his dick up into his scrotum <laughs> and record that, uh, record letting it go, and then reverse it so it looks like a penis just like scrunch it back up. That's fucking hilarious. That's incredible. Does he have an also a nude. <laughs> Yeah, I gotta see this. Uh, Many yeah. options is what I was saying. Get um, weird with it. One last thing for the cis guys, uh, for me. Uh, you might want to also accentuate the parts mm. of the male form that are hot but not the genitals. Like maybe you want yeah. like a shot. Like if you can get a shot from behind of your fucking shoulders and your back's all flexed out and hot, like that's really good. That'll that'll turn some folks on. Oh, one time, one time, one time, uh, one time, my hand was kind of like clenched. Uh, I'm trying to figure out like I had like I wasn't qu quite doing a claw, but I was like like my hand just looked intense, and it was like <laughs> off to the side. Not even the focal. There was a dick in the picture, but my hand was in it, and I got a response that was like I want that hand around my neck, and I was like you know what. Fuck. Ooh, I didn't even mean to put the hand in there, but this is this is pretty dope. But I, I mean, I don't like. I'm down. I guess I don't. That's fucking great. Yeah. Again, get, getting getting creative with it in, in the other elements. I think uh, other other body parts. It's not just all about the 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 mm -hmm. penis or whatever the center center of attention in uh, in your nude is. You can't have all Oreo filling. Sometimes you need the little cookies on each side. That's right. Adding in some extras in there. Getting, the I feel like, Andrew, what you're saying, I feel like like a pose even or a posture of some kind that accentuates things like that. That's a good idea too. Yeah. Yeah. Good shit.
All right, good luck with the nude. Send it to us. Let us know how how it turned out. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Uh, all right. Arthur, what do you got next? This person, less of a question and more of like a demand. Oh, no. <laughs> Put on your poet hats and describe to me what love feels like. All right. Are your poet hats on? Uh, I'm adjusting. I'm, I'm actually tipping it at you a little bit. Yeah. Pretty good. We're, we're hatted up. Yeah. Mine's a tricorner poet's hat. Okay. <laughs> mine, mine is uh, the Robin Hood hat, the little, like, the pointy thing with the little uh, oh, with the feather on it. It's actually yeah. called a bicocket. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. And I've got a birthday hat that looks like a cake with candles coming off the top. Isn't that delightful? <laughs> so what does love feel like? Yeah. Andrew, what's love feel like to you? Love feels like a mistake you can't help but make. Yeah, <laughs> motherfucker, you got rhymes. All right, let's go. <laughs> it feels it's like I mean, I've I've so far not made any good choices in the people that I love, but that's that's what it feels like. It feels like you're being so vulnerable. You're sticking your neck out. You're like putting yourself in a position where you can be hurt by how much of yourself you give to this person. But like the reward, or at least the possibility of that reward, makes that vulnerability worth it. Um, and like I said, a mistake you can't help but make. Yeah. Yeah. Arthur, what is love? Baby, don't hurt me. I'm a little more free verse. <laughs> I'm going to go a little more free verse in my poem. There's probably not going to be any rhymes, but it's going to be something along the lines of a an ache that you can't stretch out like a it's like it's like you pulled a muscle in your emotions and you've, you're trying to stretch it out. You're trying to, hmm. you know, work around hmm. it. You're trying to get through it, but it just, it just won't budge. It's just an ache that won't budge. That sounds unpleasant. Yeah, I'm well, not- yeah it, it, has, it has consistently been unpleasant for me in the past. Relatable. Uh, yep, yep. But and then and then when you finally, you know, if it's if it's reciprocated and you have this connection with another person it's like motherfucking tiger bomb it's icy hot on that bit <laughs> another good analogy all right uh donovan what is love oh hey thanks yeah. for picking me uh <laughs> jerk sorry I didn't, I didn't see your hand up my bad two components number one uh is like the the physical aspect of a right? feel like like a it's like a warmth in my stomach kind of kind of thing and sometimes that can be like that kind of like tension you're talking about arthur where it's like oh god oh, this is good and also kind of stressful at the same time uh but but you like in situations where i'm in love with somebody and it is like a healthy good situation it's usually just kind of that like nice feeling to it and uh i think a lot of that is just getting to a point with somebody where i feel very comfortable being open and vulnerable uh, and can be myself and kind of that sense of like, I don't know, and not worrying about saying the wrong thing or something because you, you know this person uh, appreciates you. Uh, and I guess I was supposed to make that into a poem. Let's pretend that the first part had five syllables and then seven and then five. <laughs> you went haiku? God damn it. That was beautiful, oh, man. Very nice. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> 
Oh, <laughs> wait, wait. What if love actually feels like gaslighting somebody into thinking something was a haiku? Tommy's <laughs> 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 love language is gaslighting into somebody. Into thinking it's a haiku. Five syllables, seven syllables, five syllables. What are you talking about? What are you? I don't know what you mean. Listen, I realize I've been talking for five minutes here, but these are called slow syllables. <laughs> this is a new genre of haiku. A new genre of syllable. Very slowly. Yeah, new syllable just dropped. <laughs> and I'm tearing my birthday hat off and throwing it into the kitchen because I'm done with poetry. I'm keeping the bicocket. All right. Hey, before the next question. question. Oh, yeah. Before the next question, we've got a cat on the call. Yes! <laughs> oh, a dub in the chat. We've got a. This is uh, Gravy. She's been gravy. she's been going in between my legs and trying to pull the wires out the whole time, but <laughs> she came close enough. I could snatch her up. So As they love to. We have her to the stars, Gravy. We have a very sweet brown tabby over there who looked very cute and looked like uh, she's about to get up to no good running around trying to pull out wires, cat mm -hmm. style. Yeah, amazing. <laughs> I love gravy as a name too. A fantastic choice. I oh, heard yeah. you mention that on the recent episode. I was like, my producer over there, gravy. And yeah. I was like, Wait a second, that's a cat's name. That's a cat's name. That's a very good cat name. <laughs> well, I used to have a cat named Beef. Ooh, I had beef and gravy, dude. That's fucking great. My uh, my tabby is named Pickle, and so I appreciate you uh, being on the same tabby food wavelength. It's it's good times. They're good cats, folks. This has been the Cat Corner, my favorite segment of the show. <laughs> and now we're back into the question box. Hey, boyos, and maybe a guest. Hello. I, 26, mask and B, had my first date post-lockdown Thursday night, and it went really well. But there wasn't really any physical chemistry. I was expecting to have to turn her down for a second date, but my date has not texted me back. <clears throat> It's making me feel very unattractive and like I can't even appeal to people that I'm not attracted to, let alone people I am. Any advice on how to deal with this? Ooh. Hmm. Damn. So it's it's just it's a classic dealing with rejection situation. Yes. But the rejection I, of somebody that you plan to reject. Yeah. Which, Reverse card. Which kind of double kind of double hurts it right and you're like yeah. oh, man, i wasn't even into this person but they don't even fucking into me which i think assumes a level of like asymmetry to uh, your perceived uh attractiveness levels like you're like this person isn't even as hot as me but they don't want to fuck me uh right so that means i'm less hot than them or i'm somehow like less hot but it's all it's all fully subjective. You are absolutely somebody's flavor and they're absolutely somebody's flavor. Yeah. So don't like try not to let that factor into it so much for you. Try to just take it as a standard sort of. You know, rebuff, take it as like a, a regular. It's just any other time that you were like, well, there's no there's no physical chemistry. I don't want to get with this person. Just take it like that. I don't, like you don't have to beat yourself up over it. For sure, it's like taking that zoom back, and as opposed to, oh, this person has turned me down, makes me feel less attractive. Like, look at the big picture here. What's their situation? Like, I assume they had a good time talking to you as well, but also didn't find you attractive. It sounds like between the two of you, there just wasn't like kind of that spark there. And so, what you're going to be talking about, I imagine, is probably a little less flirty, 
you know, you're probably being a little less, oh, like, let's see where this goes. If you kind of immediately realized, oh, I'm not so attracted to this person yeah. and maybe they felt the same way. But like, there's a lot of other stuff wrapped up in that. And I guess I wouldn't take this as like a, as a slight or anything, but just you had that read that, oh, okay, I don't think this works for me. I'm not into this person. <clears throat> They had the same read. Like, that's that's how it goes most times, yeah. you know? And there's nothing wrong with it. It doesn't say anything negative about you or anything like that. It was just a, a bad match. I just will say also, um, so, uh, emailer, you said that this is the first date that you've been on since pre-pandemic. So, what, we're talking 16, 18 months that you've been Oof, out of the oh, game? yeah. And I'll just say, like, you you know, you know how much it sucks, there's just constant rejection. Most dates you go on are bad, but you should be gentle with yourself. Um, the important thing is, is that at least you're trying and yeah. that's good. Like focus. I mean, you went on a date that both people weren't into, but I mean, no, yeah, it could have been worse. You could have been so into them and they could have not responded to your text, which is yeah, generally my experience of going on dates. Um, sure. <laughs> and it, you know, it could be worse. Doesn't make anything better. But like I said, just try and be gentle with yourself. The important thing is you're trying. You know how bad it sucks. You're going to do it again. And it's going to probably, you know what? You're going to, you got to make uh, 9,999 more paintings until you get to a good one. You've already made one. You've already made one. Nice. Yeah. Fr framing it more is just what you're saying. The thing you have a control over, which is getting out there and trying to work on yourself and, you know, whatever way. And, talking to people and see if you could find that match as opposed to just like, Oh, I've got to get with whoever. Uh, so just, just keep that up. And, and like Andrew is saying, just be a little nicer to yourself about this. Go easier on yourself. This, this person turning you down, isn't an indictment of your looks. It doesn't say right. anything about that other than this person wasn't into, you know, you in that way, but you also weren't into them. Like that's how it typically plays out. Yeah. If, you know, somebody's not into somebody else, you know, I went uh, on a I went on a date with a gal one time. We're sitting there at dinner, and she goes, uh, "Look, I'm gonna level with you. We're we're probably not gonna have sex." And I said, "Oh, thank God." It's <laughs> 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 exactly it's exactly the situation, you know. Yeah. Just you know, take it, take take the L gracefully, and don't beat yourself up. The other the other thing I'll come back to, and I think I talked about this recently. I'm getting back into the dating, but like. Just appreciate what you can out of the experience. Don't go in with like, oh, God, I hope this is the fucking one. It's been so many times like it's exhausting and it can be all of those things. Uh, but just frame it as like this is a new person. Maybe something happens. Maybe it doesn't. But like meeting and talking to new people is pretty great. And like you said it here, you had a good time. It sounds yeah. like just appreciate that element of it. And it didn't work out. That's OK. You got a little more dating experience here. Mm -hmm. I had a good time. You got back into it too. You're getting the momentum built up. Yeah. You can be all right. Just be easier on yourself. True. Ass. Not a, easier said than done, but try your best to do that. It's, it's worth it. All right. Take a look here. Let's do this one. What you it, got? It pissed me off. Oh, no. Hi, Cat. Oh. Hi, Kath and Donovan. <laughs> what? What? Did it happen again? Two weeks in a row? Somebody wrote into Jesse and Donovan the other week. What? Because we had Jesse Farrar on. Oh, okay. It's like I'm not even fucking here. 
I don't understand how like two episodes in a row they're like, oh, Arthur, the person who brought in the show yeah, <laughs> does right. the credits in the end. What a fantastic guest taking over half of the podcasting sure. duties when he gets. It's got it's got to be. This a person bit has to be point. fucking with you. This person it's gotta has be a to be a bit at this point. <laughs> I got I'm a very insecure person though, and they know this no. now. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> You are the better half of this program, oh, homie. Don't on, let you anybody know. tell you otherwise. Oh, you're such a fucking sweetheart. <laughs> but Where is this question? I'm trying to find it. It's at the top. Okay. There, there we go. Hi, Kath and Donovan and Arthur, the other yeah. host of the show. Hey, A-T-H. That's closer to Arthur than Jesse was, at least. That's We're true. making progress. That's true. <laughs> uh, really enjoyed your pod and would like your advice. Oh, thank you. When I, as a 15-year-old boy, began my journey of sexual self-exploration, I was not aware that Pornhub was a thing. So I titillated myself with adult flash games on Newgrounds. <laughs> One day, my father found me threading the needle and immediately took the computer out of my room. He went downstairs and told my grandmother and stepmother that I was masturbating to cartoon porn, and I was punished <laughs> very severely. It's now 13 years later, and I'm building my relationship back up with that side of the family. However, in a twist you didn't see coming, my brothers, both in their late teens, are incessantly mocking me for jerking it to cartoon porn. They call me a cuck, a sexual deviant, and a disgraceful virgin, all because I jerked it to an anime lady with G-cups. How do I make them stop? Damn. I've been called a cuck by people arguing with me online, and it was fine. I cannot imagine how bad it sucks to be called a cuck by a teenager. I would be... <laughs> 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 Yeah, they're, they're they're going full fucking roast mode on you for jerking off to anime 13 years ago. <laughs> Shit. That's excessive. That's a cuck isn't even an appropriate term here. No. Who's being cucked here? You're jerking off to anime. Yeah, you are cucking <laughs> Gendo Akari by fucking Ray, you know? Yeah, you're the cuck master, or whatever the fuck they call the, the person doing the cucking. Uh, how do you get them to stop and fucking lean into this shit and tell them to fuck off? Because here's the thing. Put up posters. Was... Yeah. yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, fucking get in there. Like, own that shit. And Let's go. In reality, I think this is more a bit that they're doing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I don't think they're actually like, you're a fucking sexual deviant. I think they're like, ha you jerked off to anime porn and dad yeah. found it. <laughs> and the answer there is just own it because we all jerked off to weird shit when we were 15. Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> I got caught in a similar fashion also on Newgrounds because I was like, fuck, 10 or 11 years old. I wasn't even jerking off. I was just looking at fucking porn and stuff i think i was playing final fantasy at the time and came across like some hentai and that i was like oh sexy cartoons what's this all about and yeah. then you go to new grounds and there's like weird flash games and shit with like tentacles fucking anime ladies and all that kind of stuff anyways i was going ham on that shit and uh evidently was too young and too uh stupid and innocent to erase my browser history and so my mom and dad found it because this was on the family desktop mm -hmm. computer that I was Hell yeah. looking at all this shit with. And I remember just this like pit of my stomach. Oh my God. Like uh, I'm fucked. Like I'm just a fucking awful, disgusting person. And like all this shit. And that's not the case. That's just fucking societal pressure making you feel ashamed of all of this shit. I cannot reiterate this enough. 
everybody who is that age, or at least has like some sexual interest. I know not everybody necessarily has that, uh, but you're going to do some weird stuff, you know? And yep. I feel like hentai is just maybe more approachable when you're like a, a, a younger person too. And uh, there's, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. You're worldly. This is Japan porn. <laughs> Frame it that way. You're a man of culture. Yeah. You know, I was just thinking, I was like, I never got caught, like, my browser history got, it. like, my parents never found that. I mean, I looked at porn on the family computer in the, in the living room or whatever, but I never got caught. And then I'm, like, thinking about it. It's because, like, I had this, like, system of, like, intersecting folders that was, like, buried deeper and deeper. Yeah, and then I was yeah. sitting here thinking, I'm sorry, I did not hear a word you said. I was, like, exploring this deeply into my mind. I was like, <laughs> how did I know how to do that? From yeah. like the first time I got AOL. And then I realized it's because the one scene in Jurassic Park, the original Jurassic Park, mm -hmm. where they're bringing the park back online, but they have to go into all the files to get to like each end, which I'm like, what the? So this, I went on a journey while you were talking there, Don. I'm sorry. That's that. fucking huge. That's um, but also, um, listener, uh, one t whenever I was 15, I straight up jerked off to the stripper in Grand Theft Auto Vice City. So don't feel Hell bad about yourself. Yeah. Yep. Polygon tits. Yeah, I got the Sims from Blockbuster for PS2, and I was like, there's fucking in this. And I wasn't even playing the game. I was just trying to figure out how to get to the fucking. And then you realize it's like under a blanket, and they're making Sim noises. And I was like, fuck, I wish I had this fetish, but I don't. And I was very disappointed. I'm going to put my fucking mom on blast. She was way into the Sims and actually learned how to mod Sims. Oh! so that she could get the fucking blur gone because she yes. was like she wanted to see the sims fuck yes way to go mom what a cool mom ah oh, man i wish i had your mom i could have been like hey can you tell me how to watch the sims fuck i've been trying to do this i'm just seeing blanket noises <laughs> you're seeing woohoo yeah so no shame. I th like yeah. that, that's the move with all of this stuff, and just fucking past corniness and cringe. Also, it's part of fucking being human, man. We're mm. we're goofy fucking critters. Make up some shit that they jerk off to. And you're like, well, I saw Family Guy porn on your fucking history, <laughs> yeah. and they're like, they're like, no, and you're like, well, I don't know. It's fucking, it's fucking. You got to learn how to delete that fucking browser history. Go to in incognito mode, you fucking amateur. What I had is 13 years of practice. <laughs> oh, yeah, because I found uh, low, lowestmelons.exe on your laptop over here. What's that about? Isn't that weird? What's That's a going weird on here? Look, I wasn't yeah. going to say anything when it was just Lois, but then when Brian walked in the room, like, come on. What's come going on? on? Do you want to talk? A line is crossed. I know he can talk, but he's still a dog. <laughs> Anna, Hannibal Burris had a great bit about this. He's like, if I, like... He's talking about his cousin saying, like, we watched your show, Hannibal. It wasn't funny. <laughs> He's like, will you masturbate? And they just fucking, they're like, no, I don't. Like, you the just trump have to, card. Yeah. You just you have to like. the trump card. Yeah. You have to just whatever, because teens are the most insecure human beings on the planet. You just have to find their insecurity and counter. Cause like you're a fucking adult. What do you what what do you what are you getting? You getting cucked by these teenagers? No, you find <laughs> you find their weakness and you exploit it. Fight them teens. Fight them mf teens. I have fucking Family Guy pouring on the mind again, man. God damn it! I see that shit in ad like porn in advertisements ad. yeah. constantly. What is going on with that shit? I mean, and the Simpsons too. I was like, I don't know. When I was ten, I was 
that was more of a thing, I guess. Like the sure. Simpsons wasn't around for so long. It was still around for a long time at that point, yeah. actually. It's I as old as I am. It. It's more the same age, me and the Simpsons. What's going on with that? I don't understand. It's wild because Marge isn't even like they don't even look human necessarily. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Marge, I can understand, I guess, is what I'm interesting because i'm i'm more of of the two of the flagship fox animated series or i guess there's three because king of the hill exists also oh i think futurama hold on we gotta we gotta okay 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 fair enough fair enough enough. we're gonna do a whole new bonus episode about (laughs) which of the fox cinematic universe animated cinematic universe characters here's what we do we take let's take it to the patreon let's take that to the patreon <laughs> folks if you give us five dollars a month patreon.com slash rftb you get four bonus episodes one of which includes the tournament the fucking showdown of the fox animated ladies that's gonna happen we're doing that uh but also if you give us ten dollars a month you get a fucking shout out whoa we're gonna shout out people like barb we're gonna shout out people like my dad we're going to shout out people like Daddy Dylan. And we're going to shout out people like Spreadable Fruit. And, of course, from episode 105, The Yellow Rose of Toteland, Rich Homie Click Clack. Woo! Andrew, thank you so much for joining us on the show. Wait, hold this on, hold on. Great. Can I do one real quick? Can I do a shout out? Yeah, this please. Is, uh, we had a super fan that signed up to our Patreon uh, a month and a half before we started recording Patreon episodes. I just locked down the, U- the URL and he signed up right away. So wow. I'm sure he's I have no idea who this guy is. He might it's he used a fake name. I have no fucking clue. But uh, I'm sure he's listening to this now. So I just want to say shout out Lloyd. Fuck yeah, we, Lloyd. Yeah, we shout you out too. That's a <laughs> that's a ride or die. You yeah, get one of these. <laughs> yeah, boy. Amazing. <laughs> Our highest honor. Amazing. Uh, yeah, I uh, just want to thank you for dropping by, Andrew. We can give, fucking give one of these. It was really fun. Yeah. It was good to be here and uh, meet you guys. Damn. Where uh, where can the folks find yeah. your stuff? Yeah. Okay, so um, my podcast is called The Worst Week Yet. It's just worstweekyet.com or whatever. I don't know. Anything you type Worst Week Yet into, you're going to see it. I don't care if you Google it. I don't care if you Bing it. Put it in your podcast app. Put it on Instagram. Uh, I have OnlyFans. I'm not going to plug that. But if you really want to see it, hit me up on Twitter. It's at AndrewHillaryUS. Also, if you are in New York City, I have two shows in New York City in the second week of August. And um, I don't know. Come buy me a drink. I'll get drunk. I'll make you laugh. It's I'm a I'm pretty good at that. Not not at comedy itself, but it making you laugh after the show. Um, great in those kind of situations. So, yeah, the, the dates are on my Twitter. So just hit me up. We'll hang out. Fuck yeah. I know like three people in New York. I'm determined to get them to come to the shows. They're coming. Fuck they're coming because yeah. they're listening right now. Hell yeah. Go see Andrew's show. <laughs> Do it. Or we'll air horn you. I'm fucking don't make don't tempt me. I'm, we'll air horn the whole goddamn city unless the seats are full. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah. Uh big yeah. Shouts uh to everybody for listening. We love you very much for stopping by. Uh you can find me at RFTB Arthur. Yeah, it's RFTB Arthur. Uh find Donovan at RFTB Dono. Find the show at RFTB Pod on Twitter. And uh, we'll we'll see you again next week. Uh, I love you. Thanks. Bye. I love you. Bye. <laughs>